Welcome back to Lisa and Leo. It is the winter solstice today, the shortest day of the year. Oh, it's the 21st. Yes, it is. Are you ready? I am now. <laughs> the most important gift crossed off the list. Well, which, one, which one was that? I don't know. Why do you say you are now? Well, because, you know, we did the normal, I won't buy you anything, promise, promise. Oh, yes, I promise, I promise. <laughs> Only for you to tell me with a couple of days left before Christmas. Oh, by the way, some things are going to be coming to the door for you. Once again, broken promise. I didn't say for you. I said there'll be packages coming. You're not to touch them or open them. But That's I think, what but I, I said. But I think you'll like them. <laughs> but I think you'll like them. I didn't say that. I mean, what does that even mean? <laughs> huh? Who cares if you like them? I like them. That's the important thing. Well, okay. So so we went out with that in mind. We did what Boy, we now said. I better, now I better get something because I felt, oh, you I felt will. so guilty that I, I brought you out shopping for your own Christmas presents. Well, we did something we said we were going to do on another show maybe a week or two ago that we would just stroll over to our local jewelry store. I'd like to say a special shout out to Ken. Ken, thank you so much for your generosity and for your stories. He tells the best stories, oh, he is great, doesn't yeah. he? He's great. So all the shopping is finished. It is the winter solstice. And I, frankly, am looking forward to longer days. It's getting dark at 4.30 here. Oh, I know. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? And that's just a little too much for me. Well, we're kind of at the eastern end of the eastern time zone. When we lived in Florida, I, I think we had about an extra 45 minutes. Because I think geographically, we were probably under like Ohio uh, geographically. But, but we were further west. We were. And hey, it's Florida. I mean, you know, it may as well just, it's, it's can't be sunshine and roses all day long. <laughs> as your sister would say, all day long. I wanted to make a comment, quick comment, before we get started today. Oh, good, because I, I have a topic I want to discuss today. But I go know, ahead. and you'll have ample time to do that. As we're drinking our Verve Clicquot champagne. Yes, we're sipping champagne today. It's just a nice little relaxed few days before Christmas podcast, right? I've been editing and putting up to the website some of our old Lisa and Leo live shows. And some of them may seem, I don't know. Choppy? <laughs> well, choppy. I'm Incoherent? still... Incoherent? No. Well, I have to cut out Pithy, the music. Testy. I have to cut out the music, and so that does make it sound choppy sometimes, and certain comments have to be edited out for current no, climate. No, I mean, this is where you and I have but this, total disagreement. I know, I know, I, I mean, but honestly. this is what I wanted to say. This is what I wanted to say. Just remember, people, it's a show. What we used to do when we were on the air in Florida on Clear Channel was... Oh, I can't wait to hear. Basically say whatever... We wanted to say? Yes, Whatever came to mind. As, as long as it didn't get us kicked off, right? And so there was this line that was drawn by Waxy and the Clear Channel people. And we knew where that line was, and we tried not to cross it. People sometimes think that everything we say is a true reflection of who we are as people. And that's not always necessarily the case. Really? Sometimes, were, you, were you a fraud? Because I was, I was 100% <laughs> truthful. It's, no, I'm not a fraud. I'm so authentic. It's disgusting. But we would sometimes say things that would be shocking, but we did it 
because it was a show and we wanted to be entertaining. Well, maybe we exaggerated a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you, there you, you, go. you have a much more there you liberal go. outlook than I do. I think and, that's true. And sometimes we had to take yours to a little further extreme and mine to a little further extreme than what it was. Well, we didn't have to, but we chose to. Remember something. We, to make it more entertaining. We grew up, we became voters at a time when the difference between liberal and conservative was really not that big a difference. Oh, you just spilled Verve Clicquot all over the table here. I mean, what's because, the matter with you? Because you just shocked me with what you said. Well, remember something. A lot there of, was a difference. A lot of There's Southern, always a difference. Southern Democrats became Reagan Republicans. There, there was, there was. That's true. We didn't have such a far right and far left no, we did in, not. in the 1980s. We did not. Now, maybe that's because, you know, there was a lot of coke going around. I don't know. <laughs> Which I never did, by the way, in my life. I, I've never, oh I, I can honestly say I've never done coke in my life. That's why you're still here. That very well could be why I'm still here. You should be thanking your lucky stars. You know. But So funny. But we are listening to the shows. And wow, what a, here, here's, a here's a saying I never use, but I'm going to use it for here. What a hoot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and some of them are sounding a little choppy, but it is because we used to have music going in and out. So we did. We would fade music while we started talking about something new. And we can't do that anymore because of, of royalty rights and those greedy, greedy, greedy. <laughs> songwriters? Singers and songwriters <laughs> and entertainers. I mean, honestly. Yeah, how dare they? I mean, how many billions... <laughs> How many billions do you need, really? Oh, by the way, speaking about that, I just saw a story today. I, I apparently the cost of love between uh, Swift and Kelsey. The is, cost of love is 123 tons of CO2 being emitted. Oh my God! From her, I can't remember how, ma- how many how many plane trips oh. to see each other. Mm. I know that is a dilemma, isn't it? Oh yeah. So don't don't ever be an environmentalist when you have a long distance relationship. Well, this is why Greta Thunberg, I guess, sailed across the ocean to get here and. Yeah, either that or she couldn't afford the $259 to fly. She's a pretty brave young lady, a very interesting personality. But anyway, I just wanted to get out that little disclaimer. It is a show. Remember that when you're listening. And we're going to talk primarily today at Leo's request about his lamenting the loss of his tooth and well, I'm not lamenting. his experience with the dentist this week. I'm calling this episode, I'm titling it this week, which is something I normally don't get to do. And it's going to be called Tooth, Roots, and Rants. <laughs> okay. Now, and I, and I did bring in a pair of your boots, and I put them on the table here, and, and some salt, because <laughs> as I was in the most pain of my life, you were kicking me while I was down and, and throwing, throwing salt. salt into the wounds. <laughs> Thus the rants. Oh, my God. So, Let's start off. I was not kidding. It, it started off with, I, look, I've had a, I had a tooth problem. I went into. Well, wait, wait. Back in May. Let's go back okay. three years, okay. okay, to COVID, to I, being I in did. Florida. I, I stopped going to the dentist. To when our COVID particular hit. dentist refusing to mask or have any of his staff mask. Correct, yeah. Because apparently COVID wasn't real. And so we both stopped going to the dentist. We did. Temporarily. We did. Then I started going back. Leo went when he had a toothache, I think during the summer. Uh, they had to put a cap back on that, that they had put on that, that had come off. Right. Yeah. 
And then little by little, I'm sure it was bothering you from time to time and you weren't really expressing that to me. No, the one that ended up just coming out, I wasn't having any problems with until one day I remember telling you, my tooth feels really rough and I think I I bit down on it and it cracked. And then I went along with that because I wasn't really having, it wasn't hurting me. And then you convinced me to go to the dentist who then uh, drilled it down and, and apparently, you know, there was a lot of decay and put... I, I assume the equivalent of like a temporary filling in. Right. Um, that I was supposed to go back for. Yes, you uh, were. And I had an appointment to go back. We had friends that were going to come up from Florida and I canceled the appointment to see them. And then it ended up as things normally go in my life. I just didn't make the appointment again. Oh, who wants to go to the okay. dentist, so right? So th- then it starts bothering me a little bit again. Well, and I, and for I'm those con- of you. And I'm controlling it. Yes. And for those of you who have been listening to the podcasts on a regular basis, you know that we took a short trip to Florida, down to Jacksonville. And on the ride down, something dramatically changed. And Leo was in real pain. Well, wait, wait, let's let's go back. So we took the ride down a couple of days after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But the Wednesday or Tuesday before Thanksgiving, my I think I hit the, as you called it, the uh, the triple threat or the perfect storm. <laughs> the perfect which, which storm. Which was uh, a sinus infection plus mm-hmm. both plus teeth on both sides of my mouth. And a sore throat. Apparently giving me a problem in a sore throat. Mm-hmm. So I went to the urgent care and got antibiotics mm-hmm. just so I could heroically drive you down for your heroically. for your one day in Florida mm-hmm. and then drive back up. Very quick trip. Needless to say, during that trip, the antibiotics, thank goodness, kicked in while we were making the trip. But I was in, I was in agony. 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 I, and I don't use that word very often. No, you're a pretty tough guy. But the antibiotics kicked in. So by the time we got back, my teeth really weren't hurting that much. But I did go, I made an appointment while I was on the road to be able to see a dentist when I got back here, which is a brand new dentist for me. I had to find a, a new dentist close by. And and this is where Lisa and I have a huge, huge disagreement. And by the way, arguing with your wife, if your wife is Lisa, um, <laughs> while both, while you have, while you have, while you're in agony from both sides of your mouth, um, it, there's the, you an even more oh, agony. There's the rants. I, I mean, you, you talk, you're talking about, it would be the equivalent of you coming home from the ER and the doctor explains to your wife, that you've just had a mild to severe heart attack and that you should not be uh, at all disturbed or, or, you know, get your, you know, your blood boiling. Only for your wife on the way home from the hospital to start yelling at you about how you didn't take care of yourself. Oh, no, no. Leading First up to of the all, heart attack. No, no, no. When you're, when First your teeth of all, hurt, you weren't having a heart your, attack. Your head starts pounding. I couldn't constant, I couldn't do work for a week because... I was in so much pain. That's true. Okay. But go ahead. Bud. What upset me is this was self-inflicted. Well, that's what you said. You did not go to the dentist when you should have. The big argument is over dental insurance, and and, and that's what I was just getting to. And for the life of me, people one in of the us, world, one of us has to use a dentist. That's I in understand our policy because so that the other one can just throw away money by using a dentist that isn't in the policy. My lifelong dentist. why do we have a policy? My lifelong dentist who I love. I don't understand. He's very good, by the way. The the dentist that you love. He's excellent. You you started out with his father. He's excellent. He's very good. He's to where I had to now get a whole different policy so that you could go and maybe have something covered. What I don't understand, and I've read the history and I understand what I'm reading, but... 
I'm so upset with the fact that your teeth are considered a separate part of your body, not covered by your health insurance. That's true. Not covered it is by if you're in an Medicare or something like a, a, a car accident. It's insane. It is. It's just insane. And as I've said on prior podcasts, you will always have to go to the dentist. As long as you have teeth, right. you're That's going true. to be going to the dentist. Yep. Either to just keep them clean if you have no problems, but if you do, and there's a multitude of things that can go wrong with your teeth. You are always going to be well, there, and they separate it from the rest of is, your body. This is the year of the tooth for me, and, and I'm, I am I just know what it's going to end up costing me. Oh, God. Because whatever it's going to cost thousands me for my teeth, and I know it's going to cost dollars. me double, because you're going to look at me and say, I want this, and you're, I'm going to say, uh-uh-uh, and you're going to say, are we spending this on your teeth? <laughs> No, we, I'm oh, not. Of course you are. You do that all the time. No, I'm not. Oh, my God. Look, we haven't the spent... Truck, the truck that I bought from my kid, oh. you've spent four times as much as what I spent because you look at me and say, did you buy the truck from Jerry? That's not true. Did you buy the truck from Jerry? That's not true. You see, true. this is... Imagine this conversation <laughs> when you are... When you're... Your jaw is pounding on the right and left <laughs> side. And then, you know, you go to one dentist. I, I went to, I went to a dentist locally. I've never been to a dentist that didn't do, like, their own ex, uh, extractions, their own root canals, what, And what they have, have no staff, okay. basically. So I went to the local dentist who then sends me over to a periodontist and sends me to an endontist. The endontist ends up working alone. I mean, literally, one-man shop, who, by the way— was very good. Didn't feel pain. Didn't feel anything. He, he well, did, we hope he, he was very he good. Did, Time he, will tell. Oh, he did the root canal. Was very attentive to asking me like every two minutes, you okay, you okay? Now, maybe I just looked like I was going to die on the chair. <laughs> you know, although if you're a one-man shop and you die on the chair, there's not like any witnesses to that. I mean, you just put them back out in their car and say they never made it into the <laughs> office. You know? Put the back of their car. Yeah, I mean, you know, you do what? Put a blanket over your head. Yeah, you just say he never got into the office. He must have had a heart attack in there. Well, and then the question would be, well, why does oh why, why is he? Why are two out of the three roots cleaned out? Um, That's too funny. But but he was good. And my periodontist, by the way, who I, I thought was just excellent. Okay, I can't say enough good things about her. She said to me that teeth problems are genetic. So that I loved her for because then uh, after having heard for like a month leading up to this, how it's my neglect having nothing well, to do I'm with Well, I'm not going to get into specifics, okay. but I, you know you've neglected I, I, your I've mouth. I've neglected my mouth. Yes, I have. So uh, what comes out of it comes out freely. What goes into it, not so much. Well, you, you, and I, you and I have had the problem that I, I, I brush during the day. I don't brush at night. And, and you know, I... Well, I, I'm being kind, not outing you on these okay. things. Well, but I'm, if you want to talk I'm, about I'm, it, I'm, go I'm ahead. I'm outing myself. But anyway, so we get back from Florida. I go through this. And now I end up with a, a root canal and uh, on one side, on my left side, and a, and a tooth extracted now on my right that's going to require uh, an implant. And by the way... In the aftercare instructions, this is just the best, too. I mean, you, you can't pay a dentist enough money or a periodontist enough money. In the aftercare instructions, it says soft things such as blah, 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 and ice cream. I thought, oh, my God, now this is <laughs> my, got a prescription this is for my kind of doctor. I'm, 
I haven't been allowed to buy ice cream in, in a while now. Oh, don't say you haven't been allowed. So You buy it whenever anyway, you want to. There, there is no worse pain. The day before I go in for, actually, I think it was the, was it the morning of the, of the tooth extraction? Yeah, toothache pain is pretty We're, intense. I come down and you come down in the morning downstairs and right off the bat, you're into me. A continuation from the night before while I'm just pounding from my teeth. Well, first of all, I don't know pounding. you're pounding, but go ahead. I say to you, you know, if you want to just kill me, go ahead and do it because <laughs> it will be less pain than what you're causing me right now. You come down and you continue the argument how I neglected myself. Well, well no. Like, like this is three years no. apparently of, of neglect. I mean, how much is waiting until after the tooth is out? Now, I, it wasn't that. I was eating, it was the amount well, I didn't realize, of narcotics well, that you were I, taking. I, I didn't realize. Plus well, Advil. All, whoa, whoa, let's go back on the narcotics. Plus Tylenol. I think, I and think, dentists were, the I think, different dentists were saying, well, you could take three of these and you could take four of those and no problem. And you could take them together or a couple hours apart. But Leo is getting forgetful. In his, oh, whoa, in his older years. Whoa, and whoa. so he would come in the room and he would say to me, what was the last thing I took? Was it the Tylenol or the Advil? And I would say, I don't know because I didn't see you take it. Do you know what time you took it? No. Yeah, I had a, I had a well, pretty good idea. I don't know, maybe two hours ago. It's okay. I'm going to take three of these now. And then the codeine came, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, and let's the go oxy it, came. No, for, I mean, he was you're, in you're, so you're much pain. This. You're just making this up. No, I'm I, not. I had five, okay, I had five oxycodone <laughs> left from my melanoma surgery on my arm, okay? So over the course of three weeks, oh, well, actually, God. it was over the course of, of four days. Four days? I took five oxycodone. With Tylenol Advil. Correct. Now, that said, if you're watching me take And not remembering which order he was taking them. If you're watching me take... Or how many he was taking. If you're watching me take painkillers <laughs> like that... I was then, panicking. Then, then perhaps you shouldn't be yelling at me. I thought, okay, he's going to die, and I'm going to have to explain... Go ahead. That he's full of pills, that I didn't know what pills he was taking. Didn't I know that this interacts with that? No, I mean, he's his own man. I don't follow him around the house. Ladies, if you're married, you understand this. I'm not your mother. It's not my job to make sure that what you're doing is safe for you. That's your job. Well, thank God However, it affects me when I see you coming downstairs bewildered and in agony saying, well, did I... I don't know. I think I took four of these an hour ago, but I'm going to take three of these now because it still hurts. And I'm realizing that he's not going back to the dentist for five more days. <laughs> and I'm thinking his body is going to shut down before he gets there to get this tooth pulled. I'm a Desmond. Oh, my Our bodies God, don't just shut please. down. We're probably revealing more than we should. I mean, but I mean, you may as well have just slapped me in the face. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that it hurt you. Well, I'm sorry that it. When I was expressing my total and sheer panic, I, I'm sorry that over what I, you were ingesting. I upset plus you. Plus, no food because he oh, couldn't yeah, I eat. Couldn't, I couldn't eat. So empty stomach. Pills after pills after pills. Well, what continued was the, agony. Tell, tell, tell our group what, what taking, I was eating. Taking antibiotics for like 10 days and it was doing nothing, which told me that whatever infection was going on in there, 
was pretty serious, and the antibiotics really weren't kicking it out. So yeah, I was in panic mode, absolutely. You know, I sterilized a little drill bit just in case I had to go <laughs> into my jaw to, to, to pump out that pus, right? So, as long as you don't ask me to use it, okay, that's fine. <laughs> but, you know, one thing I didn't take oh into consideration, um, and, and I understand, you know, your, your ranting. Well, first of all, that's just I'm insulted by that are. word. Okay. That's what I am. What does that mean? It's that you were really worried. And, I was and it terrified. Was, and it was your way of, of venting. No, I wasn't venting. I was panicking. Okay. And you were just dismissing me. I've done this before. And the dentist said it was fine. And my favorite line from you, which is always... Well, I looked it up on the internet, and it says you can take 15 of these at once, and you'll be fine. And I'm thinking, okay, here we go. He's going to die. He's going to die before he gets to the dentist, and I'm going to be really pissed if that happens, because I love you. Well, thank you. Thank you Because I love you. A little less ranting next time, maybe. <laughs> just, if you really want to help me, the then, word. then just, just take a hammer and hit that word. tooth out, because it would have been a lot quicker. I was panicking. Than, and it's, but it's, it's, it's over now. The tooth is gone. But tell our listeners how your tooth was pulled. Because I've had a tooth pulled. It was a long time ago. Yeah. And what I remember is a tiny little dentist. She came in with a big pair of pliers and had to stand on the seat that I was in to give her the leverage right. and put those pliers in my mouth and yanked my tooth out with pliers. Now, it didn't hurt me probably because all the you nerves were dead. Numbed, yeah. And I was numb. And I don't remember being that big a deal, but I didn't have the level of infection that you had. Apparently. Now, your experience was completely different. I, ex- I expected to, to be done like that. I thought, they, I thought that's how dentists, periodontists uh, did work. I thought they pulled them out with pliers. Well, a periodontist is, is gum, right? Well, that's who pulled the tooth out, was a periodontist. Or is it the endontist? No, a periodontist is, is gum and bone. Okay. Um, the endontist apparently is just root canals. Okay. I'm adding, adding more doctors to my portfolio you of doctors are. that I've gotten in the last year. <laughs> um, but the, um, she showed me afterward. I had no idea. It, after, afterward, we were talking, and um, she was putting this, taking this tip, this little tiny tip, out of what looked like a drill. And I just thought it was a drill bit. And she said, this is how your tooth came out. And I was like, well, what do you mean? She said, remember well, I you told you? said it was vibrating. And then all of a well, sudden well, she said, okay, the tooth is out. Well, I didn't feel it vibrating. And you felt she, she said, all right, the tooth has popped out. And uh, so I, when she was explaining to me this little tip that I thought was a drill bit, and literally it looks just like the, the, the bits that they use for drilling, except mm-hmm. it was really... It was really sharp. It was like mm-hmm. it was like if you sharpened a pencil really, really sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, remember I told you I, w- I used some high-tech equipment? And I said, yeah. She said, this is what you use. It, it vibrates at such a hyper speed that it makes a trough. You just put it in and you just outline the tooth or something like that. And it makes a trough. So it loosens the area around the tooth. And then the tooth just pops out that's amazing which which is amazing i I just found that fascinating probably less trauma too to i would think so the area i mean i thought she was drilling into the teeth now the only teeth that i've ever had extracted were my wisdom teeth and see i still have mine and and for that i was out. that's why i'm so much smarter than you are yeah that's it they gave me i guess twilight 
uh, or something for, for that, whatever the drugs are that you're kind of out, but you're mm-hmm. not out. And this was just done with a local. I mean, the two or three shots of a local in my mouth was just absolutely, uh, <laughs> it was numb on one side to where, by the way, remember when I came back from the root canal and I think you gave me a glass of rosé and it just dribbled <laughs> out the side of my mouth because <laughs> it was just still so numb. But anyway, one tooth is out, one more to come out, and a root canal. And now I guess I need to go back for caps and things like that. But by the way, talk about one of the true, uh, what seems to me to be great ripoffs, is this dental insurance. You find out after you're you're paying like $50 or $60 a month that it covers to a maximum of like $1,000. Which is nothing. And I'm guessing that the only benefit to it is that they must have negotiated rates with the the dentists that are that are on the plan mm-hmm. uh, so that it's you know a cheaper rate off off the bat let's talk about wisdom teeth quickly for a second okay because when I was seeing a dentist in Florida it was a pretty young staff he was very young too from South America and the first time I went in there to have my teeth cleaned he said to me oh you have your wisdom teeth and I said I do and it's funny because he said to me oh you have your law license <laughs> And Leo said, yes, I do. What kind of law do you practice? (laughs) I sue doctors. The kind that's going to go after you if you make a mistake. Anyway, he called the staff in because most of the people that worked with him had never seen wisdom teeth before. And what they told me was a lot of people born now are no longer born with wisdom teeth in their mouth. So bizarre, isn't it? They must have had a purpose at some point in time. Well, of course they do. It had more to do with the diet we ate way back in the day. Raw plants, hard nuts, tough meat. These were our primitive ancestors. Wisdom teeth were necessary to grind that food so that your body could properly digest it. So they actually would erupt. I mean, like mine kept trying to come up, but I would always get infections from Mm -hmm. the flaps of skin over them. And that's very common. And what I did was I went to a dentist who cut the flaps. Me too. And my teeth just popped up and grew and they were fine and I've never had any problems with them you can see them they're not yeah they're not underneath the skin oh no no I have all four and apparently that's a rarity these days so today from what I've read and what I understand the modern preparation of food and eating utensils to cut pieces of food into smaller pieces have changed our need for wisdom teeth And isn't it amazing how the human body adapts? Our jaws became smaller over time. Right. Wisdom teeth have now disappeared. They're saying about 53% of the general population has at least one wisdom tooth, but many people now are born without them. Can, Can you name one movie that you've seen where the person has a horrible toothache and takes it out themselves? The tooth out themselves? No, when I think of a toothache, I think of the movie Marathon Man with, was it Robert Redford? I don't know. Where one of the uh, forms of torture was drilling into the tooth. Oh, really? Okay. I think so, yeah. No, I'd have to look I it up because it's that. been a long time since Ca- I've seen Castaway the film. Castaway with Tom Hanks. Yes. Where he takes yes. his tooth out by hitting That's a right. rock. Onto a skate. That's right. In, in a cave, by the way, right? I mean, wouldn't you expect him to have been, after he passed out, to drown? And I was thinking about that. If, if you just try to knock one of your teeth out, what happens when you just break it? 
in half. Ugh. And it's just still in there, and the roots are just exposed. Well, they have to go in and pull it out. And now that they have this cool tool, yeah. well, I guess it's much I, easier I to you, do that. I, I felt, I, I felt a, uh, a, a lot of gratitude that I live in a time in which we live, as opposed to imagine going out on a, a covered wagon Can't with, with all it. the bumps, right? And you have a tooth whose root is rotting out. I mean, I guess at that point, you just have to literally, or before they had pliers. I mean, oh. back in the 1400s or whatever, 1200, 1100s, before they had like pliers where they could get a grip to Use pull Use like something, something for like horseshoes I mean, or something to whack it out of your did, head. But, you know, back then, I guess, you know, in the, the covered wagon days, you would drink a bottle of whiskey till you would pass out and you would wake up with, with your tooth <laughs> out, right? Marathon Man. It was a 1976 film. It was directed by John Schlesinger, and it wasn't Robert Redford. It was Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman and Lawrence Olivier, Roy Schneider, William Devane, and Martha Keller. And it was an excellent film, still is an excellent film. And there's a torture scene in there, yeah, with a drill. And it's, oof. Well, that's I could what feel it felt it. like, by the way, while you were ranting at me about my tooth problems. Believe it or not, you tortured me. There were violent scenes in this film that were deleted because the audience complained about how violent they were. And I don't think it included the dental instrument, but let's see. Well, now you're getting really off topic. No, well, this has to do with teeth. Some photos, such as the original stills, show one of the characters being tortured with dental instruments and the actual on-screen drilling of that person's tooth in the second torture scene. Yeah, it was pretty pretty intense. And I remember seeing the scene, so I'm assuming it's still you, part of the film. Even though the, the, Marathon first, the first thing this, this uh, periodontist did is she handed me two little squeeze things for my hands. And I'm like, what are these for? I'm thinking now. Now I'm getting really worried. Like, do I? Do so I that need... you don't grab at her while she's and then, extracting and then, and then the tooth. And then they put little cool sunglasses on me. <laughs> and I thought, okay, where's oh the camera? Right? Did you have your clothes on? <laughs> I did. Now I'm thinking. Are you sure? I'm thinking. Huh. I wonder if they wipe these hand things down between people for one. And then as, oh, I'm sure as they she's do. putting the needle into me, she's saying, "Okay, squeeze." And I'm like not squeezing. She's like squeeze them, and I and I I can't figure out if it's just because she for needed, blood flow. I I don't know. I mean I, I don't hmm. know. Maybe because I I almost think it's like telling a guy to boil water when <laughs> when you know his wife or significant other is about to deliver a baby. It's really just something to do to get him out of the room. I wonder. I'm, I'm wondering if it's just to keep your hands busy, busy. to to not like want to reach up and grab the person that's <laughs> you know putting a needle into your mouth. But even though I felt nothing, the sound of drilling into oh, your I teeth. Know. Or I the, know. Or the, it's anxiety or, producing. Or the smell of, yeah. of the tooth Decay. burning. Yep. It's anxiety it, it producing. Really, I mean, I was tense. I was really tense. And, and even <laughs> though I, I was relaxed going in there and, I, and look, once they inject you with the Novocaine, the pain goes away. I mean, so all of a sudden. You're in like... Uh, it's a miracle. Oh, oh you're, you're like, thank God they're not asking you to write out a check <laughs> at that point because you're, you're, you're ready to just do anything. <laughs> thank you, God. 
Who do I make it out to? Oh, my God. Right? That's so funny. But So the moral of the story? Is leave your husband alone when, when he has teeth that are just rotting That's out. That's not the moral and, of the and, story. And he's in pain. Leave your <laughs> husband alone. Be supportive. And brush your teeth. Stick around, guys. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Lisa and Leo. Welcome back. I wanted to talk for a few minutes with my brilliant husband about something that's going on in the news this week. I want to talk about insurrection and disqualification. I don't want to get... pills for that? (laughs) ID? Yeah, I think it's pink, a pink pill or something. They have a guy singing on an airplane. I want to talk to you about the law around this and I know you haven't researched it and we're just hearing bits and pieces but of course the state of Colorado their Supreme Court right has ruled that contrary to two or three other states by the way that's right the ruling is that Donald Trump is not qualified to be on the ballot for the 2024 presidential election this is a big deal oh my god of course it's a big deal it's 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 a monumental size deal. And I would assume it's going to go up to the Supreme Court and they're going to make a ruling because I think the first question that has to be answered is, was there an insurrection and his involvement in that insurrection? And and the word alone, this word we haven't heard in over a hundred years, really, right? In the news? Well, it's true, yeah. And now it's thrown around probably daily, depending on what news source you listen to. So it's a pretty heavy thing. And some people are saying the voters should decide, and others are saying the courts should decide. And what I remember from American history and the structure of our government was that our forefathers basically did not trust the voters to make the right decisions, which is why there were so many checks and balances put into place for our democracy. I don't think that's true. You don't? I think that's why we have the Electoral College. Right, but only for the election of a president. Yes, because they didn't trust that the majority would necessarily make the right choice. Who were the forefathers? The forefathers were the rich, aristocratic, white slave owners. I mean, all of those things put together... You, you wouldn't even allow them in, in a public bar today <laughs> if you were a rich, white, aristocratic slave owner. Well, everything okay. but the slave owner part, I think, is still pretty prevalent in this country, don't you? Uh, somewhat. But, uh, you know, uh, again, we don't, we're not run by the top 10 billionaires of this country. No, they're, we're they're, not. They're out busy trying to make more money. They are. You know, our, our country is run by God, a lot of old pretty rich dudes, yeah. for the most part, uh, that are in the Senate. Well, let's talk about the legal aspects of this argument. What do you think? I mean, if you were an attorney... I am an attorney. ...that was assigned to this case... I would think I would do a little bit of research before I talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> but just off off the cuff, okay. what, what are your initial feelings about it? Because I'm sure we're going to speak about this again. We're going to get more in depth with this as time goes on and things it, get a little a, more heated. It's a law that heated. has been used, I think, nationally only a few times. Uh, not for a presidential candidate. Right. There's a question of, look, I, I make no qualms about this. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a Republican, a, a relatively conservative Republican, but I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not a lover of, of Donald Trump. Okay. But 
But that, that said, actually, I'm not a lover pretty much of anyone who's running out there on any side, by the way. No, I mean, not, the, the fact that not we, right now. We have CEOs of great companies, and we can't seem to get anybody to come into politics to, uh, with, with, you know, decent credibility and, and a moral compass. But I, I think it's a, it's a tough thing. I, you know, look, if well, you're running— Well, do you believe—leave oh, Trump out of it. Do you believe yeah. that there was an insurrection— I, I don't know. Is I, I don't think there was an over uh, an attempt to overthrow a violent overthrow of, of the country. There there was an attempt to keep Congress from doing their job, which was counting the to ballots and going through the process of, of certification. Right. Um, and and certainly within Congress there were. But to change the laws that our government had in place for peaceful transfer of power. No, they weren't trying to change the laws. They were interrupting the no, laws I'm saying, as they exist. No, I'm saying, yes, that there are laws in place. Right. And there is normally a peaceful transfer of power. Normally. There was a refusal to do that. There was an insistence that there was some sort of stealing of the election. Correct. To the tune of a lot of votes. I mean, not the four people who... Right. They found that, you know, were really dead or the two people they found that, right. and, you and know, there were a number voted of, twice or whatever. I mean, there was a handful right. of things that they found. And there were a number of senators that were, were challenging that wanted to not accept and were challenging each state, you know, several several of the states uh, that were having uh, electoral college inductees votes, what, what have you, for, um, for Joe Biden. But to uh, breach the security of our Capitol building, right. where our governing body was at that moment in time. Right, meeting to do that. Right. Right. You don't think that that was an attempt to overthrow the governmental process it, of transferring power peacefully to the person who had I, won I, I the election, legitimately look, won the election? While this was happening, the challenges were occurring that were lawful within the Senate. Right. Okay. Uh, that, uh, I, I believe Hawley and, and several, and, and many of the Republican senators were challenging each of these states as they were being presented. That's correct. Um, so is that an insurrection? No, because that is within the legal framework. Yes. Wh- whether you win or lose, whether it's meritless or, or has merit, right. um, th- doesn't matter. But now, to wait, have wait a, a current no, president out in public encouraging people to storm I'm, I'm, the building. You, know, you, you and I, no, he didn't encourage them to storm the building. This is where, even he though. He said we have to fight. We have to march of course down. He said we have to fight. It's like kill the ump at a baseball game. It doesn't mean that we should go out and shoot the ump. Yeah, but these people were armed. They came armed well, and prepared to do damage. The when, when you're in front of a crowd and you're saying. I mean, we read need, the room, we right? Need, we need to fight for what we believe is right. Well, okay. This is where you're thinking legally fight in the courts, but, but that was that, not the but, scene. Yeah, but that's what that you're was asking. not the scene. You're asking if you had if armed legal... insurrectionists in a crowd that all well, they needed well, to hear all, was not, the word not, fight. Not everyone was armed, but look, there's much more than what happened at the speech. It's all the behind the scenes things. Yeah. Okay. Online. It, it was. The it texts. was the. Yeah. You know when <laughs> look. When you throw gasoline, or, or, or let's not even say you throw gasoline. When you decide to line up gasoline trucks 
outside of a fire, you shouldn't be surprised if some nut gets in and tries to drive one in to the fire. Right. Okay, but, but if, it doesn't mean if that your if your current president right. is part of that scene, he's out there he's, in his right. winter coat, I, I don't leading think, the battle cry. Right. I don't think to his, this angry crowd of people. I don't think his, was that appropriate? I don't think. Well, again, appropriate and illegal are different. Morally right or wrong and illegal are different. Yes, they are. Okay, we have we have uh, you know we have a free speech country. We do. If you believe that you lost something unlawfully, you have a right to say we need to fight for what's right. We need to fight for this. We need to fight for that. He didn't say, and and it's it's all about wording. He didn't say, I need you to go in, break through the bulletproof glass, no, take over, didn't. okay, go into Nancy Pelosi's office and steal her stuff, threaten to hang Mike Pence. But all this stuff was being planned, it, it, it appears, on the side. So did some people participate in what was an attempted insurrection? Most likely, based on their prior communications, how they, how they prepared to come down there, how they came down there if they were armed, if they were not armed. I don't know. And, and you and I have talked about this at length for a long time. I don't see what, from what I've seen on tape, while he inflamed a group of people, he didn't direct them to go and do this. Yeah. You remember, in, what was it, a biblical well, he passage used, or he something? He used the bring, word fight. And me, it... You know, I, I wish someone would uh, bring me his head or something. Yeah. Or no, I wish somebody would rid me of this person. And then well, they... one of his soldiers went out and killed yeah. killed one of the saints or something like that. And, and, and he wasn't, he didn't say it literally. He said it figuratively. Well, here's a quote of one of the, two of the lines that he said. We fight like hell. Right. Which I believe is true. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Right. So fight to oh, the it's, people. It's a campaign. It's a re- to it's rhetoric. To the people that were there that were armed. Right. But it, and by armed, I don't only mean guns. I mean they had sticks and poles and bats. I, I, I mean, why it. are I was, you, why are you going to hear the president speak with a baseball bat in your hand? In January, if you're not intending well, first of all, to use he it, he was talking at one end of the of the area, right? I mean, uh, they this, were there to was, hear and see him, right? And that, and, and, and to and, do and, whatever and, he asked and, them and, to and do. And everyone that got convicted, their their defense was that my president asked me to do this. Yes. Like, like he called them up. Like Donald Trump would call up some schmuck with a bat and say, "Here, hey, Tony, <laughs> this is what I need you to do." Okay. Well. To me, here's the bigger issue, okay? The bigger issue, and this is the real dilemma that we face as a free society with the freedom of speech and the power of the internet. There were people that I heard that were interviewed, and they looked like they were totally bewildered and in shock when they realized that they might go to jail. Because what they said was, we had the president of the United States saying that the election was stolen and that he needed our help. And they believed it. And why wouldn't you? Well, what, when we were kids, if were we had gonna, had... What were they going to do? Well, how, how were they going to stop this? I mean, they when could we only were, stopped Mike Pence certifying the election. Well, they didn't that, know what that, they were going to do. They were breaking windows. They were well, storming the you know, Capitol. Do, they were calling for Nancy your, Pelosi to, to hurt her. House. Well, they're I mean, stupid. They don't do homework. They're stupid people, obviously. But here's and if you're my one of our point. Listeners, well, then, sorry. 
go back to school. Here's my point. Drugs are bad. My point is that the internet can be bad. Yeah. Because when we were kids growing up, if Walter Cronkite had come on the news, which was basically our only source of of knowing what was happening in the world at that point, our news anchors in the evening, and the newspapers that would be delivered to our door. Why wouldn't you trust if the American president said something that it wasn't true? You would trust that. The fact that we had a president who didn't always tell the truth and had no difficulty embellishing created a scenario where certain types of people believed unequivocally what right. he was saying you know, was true I, I think most people, and took action as a result. Most people during World War II did not know that FDR was in a wheelchair. They did not. Okay, so I, I mean, it, it, don't think that... But that didn't cause... Don't think that this is the first president to not tell people the truth. Oh, I'm not. Okay. I'm not at all. I, I, mean, I mean, George Bush and the weapons of mass destruction, right? That's what opened the whole Pandora's and, box and, in the Middle there, East. Here's another great line. I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. Touche. Well, 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 what's that on her dress, Touche, baby. <laughs> Which brought a whole new level, by the way, of definition of sexual relations oh for, for every married uh, man out there. Oh, God. Well, it's always the question, right? And in the next day or two, we're going to put up an episode about relationships. And in there, you will hear how most... Red-blooded American males yeah. feel now, about women and what I, I will say what I've told you for, and I had no idea we were going to talk about this subject today. Uh, and we can stop. We can no, get no, off no, it, no, but no. I, but I want what, to continue the I, conversation I, as it unfolds. What, from what I have seen mm-hmm. uh, and heard, and I've said this to you since almost day one. Yep. For the wording that I think he needed to have used. He was very careful in the wording. I, I would not vote to convict him yeah. of inciting that. Insurrection. Now, I, I think, you know, maybe in your heart of hearts, you know. Look, it's like, do, do we know that OJ killed Nicole? I mean, I, I think it was a pretty good probability, I think in so. my opinion. But you have to dot you all the I's and cross it. all yeah, the T's. That's and you have right. to prove something. I don't know that you will ever be able to prove that he specifically said these words knowing that the moment that he did it, he was just lighting the fuse. Well, this isn't about him. Well, the hell really. it's not. It's about him it's running about for president. The, it's about this. the legal argument. I don't want to put too much emphasis on him. I want to put more emphasis on the fact that our democracy is faced with a very interesting legal challenge. It is, yeah. And the Supreme Court is going to have their hands full briefing this and coming to a decision. And I, for one, am very much looking forward to seeing what transpires. Look, I, I think it's... You know what I'm not looking forward to? What's that? I, I'm not looking forward to a, a rerun of uh, 2020. No, uh, me honestly, either. Honestly, I, I think that neither one of them should be uh, in, in the running. running. I, yeah. I mean, th- this is just going to be the... the which is the lesser of, of two evils. But why we, don't the Democrats have a better candidate? No, it's why don't people, selection. You know what it is? It's not just that. Well, it's why don't more people want to be involved in public service? Oh, and, it's, and, and it's I'll a thankless job in because, some ways. Because a bad CEO of a of a national company will make four to ten million dollars. A bad one. Yeah. Right. Versus four hundred thousand dollar salary. 
for the president. Right. And it's not only that. It takes millions of dollars to campaign oh, it's a, and it's run. A, it's a billion dollars on either side. It's insane. I mean, think about that, by the way. You're a billion dollars on each side. Is that the number? Yeah, I think that was the last number. That's a billion insane. dollars so that a person can get a $400,000 a year job. Now, what does that mean? It means that it's all, it's special interest too. Well, you get incredible power with that. Right. And and, and an incredible responsibility right. for re- a lot of people. It's regulations. Not only Americans, but really for the world, because we still are looked upon to set an example for the rest of the world. So now we have a, 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 a pretty much Republican appointed Supreme Court. The, the balance yep. of power shifted. Yeah. And uh, who now has to make a decision on... Donald Trump, who, by the way, has not been that favorable in the decisions that they've rendered so far no. for for Donald Trump. No. But ho- talk about whole new law. I mean, the, the insurrection, uh, the whether the president has immunity from prosecution for uh, what he said on that day, mm-hmm. whether it was part of his presidential duties, all very unique. It's not like there's a lot of case law out there. They're going to be coming out with whatever the law is, and then that's going to be the law. I mean, I believe for the uh, Jack Smith just asked the Supreme Court to over to take over a case that now is before the uh, D.C. Circuit Court mm-hmm. uh, to just short circuit that process because eventually it would end up at the Supreme Court. And there's one case out there apparently on point. Only I know one. it's and crazy, that, and that had to deal with. President Nixon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's going to be a very interesting thing. And look, at time, it, if I were the Donald Trump's attorney uh, or one of his attorneys, of course, you want everything postponed long enough so that he can be elected president again and basically make, make all it all go away. go away. Yeah, of course. We live in very interesting times. We do. And Hunter, you better get the pardon from Dad before <laughs> before Dad's out. Because I'm sure you're going, he will. you're going down. That's his Christmas gift this year. But what I want to know is, what are we having for Christmas dinner? Now that you can now eat. Now that I can chew. Are we going to go out and do a little shopping and buy some food for our Christmas oh, we're, feast? We're going, we're going with roast beef. Mm. Or roast beast? Is yeah, that, uh, roast beast. Is that off of the Grinch Sold Christmas? It is. Roast beast. All the Who's in Whoville. Yes. That's, yeah. what we're, that's what we're definitely doing now that I can chew. You know, it's so funny, too. You bring that up. But the, the one dentist said, you can just chew. You know, I just need you to chew on the other side of your mouth. I'm like, I can't chew on either side of my <laughs> mouth right now. So what have I been living on, by the way, going back to it? Chocolate, Chocolate pudding. pudding. Oh, my God. It's been like the best week of my life. <laughs> well, that and, stops and, now. And SpaghettiOs. <laughs> I mean, talk about going, oh, going Lord, back help to me. bad food. Help me, help me. I hope you all have a wonderful evening. We will be back again tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And a wonderful Festivus. Yes, to all.